0: Hello and welcome back to Agency Highway. This is episode 88 with Candy Phelps from Busy Busy. Candy, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thanks for having me, James. I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm excited to have you on because you've been on quite the journey from what I can tell. Um, We were talking about different topics uh, that we could cover for this episode Uh, there were many that I wanted to pick, but we unfortunately can only focus on one per episode. Maybe you'll have to come back at some point, but it sounds like, you know, you've been in business for what 10 years, uh, as we were were talking about earlier, um, and got into web design and now are helping web design and freelancers run, I guess, more efficient lives. Let's tell me a bit about your story.
1: Sure. So I've been running a company called Busy Busy. We're an experiential creative company that focuses on web design and branding. Um, It's been 10 years. And the last two years, we have been focused exclusively on doing this one-day process. So our signature service is the one-day website. Um, And that's what I'm really passionate about helping other web designers learn about and other creative agency owners um because that has been the thing that has really revolutionized my life my business you know for seven or eight years there was a lot of ups and downs a lot of making a lot of money and then a little money and mm-hmm. really just my life was out of control for a lot of that time um and then when i had a baby a couple years ago there's a few things that happened to kind of make me force the shift to what i'm doing now um part of that was having a kid but Just kind of learning how to get my life under control and my business under control was something that it took a lot of painful lessons learned the hard way to get to where I am. But now I feel like I'm happier than ever. I'm doing really well with business. And um, that's what I really like sharing with others
0: yeah it's and i i kind of feel you there because you know at some point we somewhat shut down our agency um but i derived a lot more enjoyment out of helping other agencies than i did from my own agency and it's it actually becomes a bit of an issue uh, when you shut down your agency, because it kind of feels like you might be slipping on the knowledge. So you've got to find other ways to to stay in the loop. And it looks like um, you are still operating both the, you know, helping freelancers and your own agency, which is respectable.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's essentially two different businesses, which I didn't mean to do. Like, I didn't realize I was starting a whole extra business. But um, yeah, I'm still, we're still running the the bulk of my income still comes from the creative agency. I'm kind of doing the other stuff on the side with the hope that that will become a bigger part of what I get to do. Um, as I kind of let go of some of the day-to-day operations of my other business.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I really love this concept of a website in a day. Um, I, can only imagine that with a turnaround time that quickly that it eliminates a lot of problems. Like uh, in my mind, I'm already thinking like, you know, you've, if you've got the content ready to go, obviously we we made content snare to fix the, the issue of um, content collection because that's obviously a huge bottleneck. Um, mm-hmm. But you cannot uh, even start on a website in a day, I imagine, without having everything ready to go. Um, I imagine payments up front, like I'm, I'm thinking lot, oh, so many things here, it's just like don't have to worry about chasing payments and like all, so many things that are normally, uh, you know, classic pain in the ass points for agencies. So yeah,
1: exactly.
0: I mean, let's, let's look at the process, especially like, I imagine there would be some, like some objections, you know, there's always objections to anything you say. And one might be like, how can you make a good website in a day? Sure. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about the process.
1: Yeah. So I think the biggest thing that people don't understand um, when we're talking about a website in a day is it sounds kind of like fast food web design, like it's a cheap website uh-huh. that you're going to crank out and like just install a template and call it good. Um, we are not doing that at all. We, we consider this a white glove interactive service. We actually work in person with our clients, which is like the most revolutionary part of what we're doing. And that is, is what helps us be able to condense a lot of that really annoying project management that you're referencing, like bill collecting and getting the content and getting the logins and all of that stuff hmm. is so painful. And we all have the same problems. Like every single web designer I talk to, you know, they're always waiting for the client. It doesn't take six months to build a website because it takes six months to build a website. It It's <laughs> the clients are busy, you know, so they never get back to us and they're, they're also just like annoyed with the kinds of things that we're requesting from them because they think hey I'm paying this agency thousands of dollars to build my website shouldn't they be able to just do it for me but they don't realize that they have to be a part of it there's so oh, many man. decisions that need to be made the access you know the content we can't just do it without them and they don't ever you know Plan enough time to do to do the website build. So that's why it takes six weeks or a month or two months or three months. But we figured if you actually time yourself and figure out how many hours you're actually spending on a website, an average WordPress website for us was taking between 30 and 50 hours. Um, that wasn't any you know we built sites that were crazy huge e-commerce sites that took longer, but a basic marketing WordPress site you know five to ten pages was taking us around um, you know 40 hours. And if you bring four or five people into the same room and they're all working nine hours a day, which is what we do, you can get 30 to 50 hours of work done in a single day. And so we're not actually cutting any of the process out. We're just doing it in what we call a vertical assembly line where everyone's doing things at the same time instead of you know, the designer designing something and then sending it to the client Wait for a week, you know, and then meanwhile, the developer's not doing anything or the writer's not doing anything. So um, we just do it all at one time. It solves so many problems with scope creep because the client is working in person. We basically Mm. have, we're basically billing them by the day. So they understand that anything that happens after the day is billable time. and yeah, it's just so much easier to explain things to them. We train them that day on how to use their website, so that they can always add new pages and additional content later if they want to add things. Um, and really, we just treat the one-day website like a starting point. We tell people this is this is not the final website. This is not the end the end game. This is just the beginning of your online presence. And from there, your website should be changing and evolving and growing all the time. So we build the sites to be super scalable, super client friendly, so that they can take it and run or they can hire us or another developer to, you know, keep adding features and functionality later.
0: Yeah, that is awesome. I did not realize that's what you were doing, having this like parallel um, development with multiple people in one room. So what do you think it's possible to do this? Um if you don't have an like an in person office i feel like this is going to be a pretty important part um, cuz i know there are a lot of people listening that either work from home or work remote, remotely yeah. is it what you know do you have a process yeah. for
1: that? so we we love working in person i am somebody there's actually tons of research about working in person and how much more effective it is um, but we have definitely done remote one days with people at other Places where we just do a Zoom call just like this and we just have it going all day long. Yeah, um, That gets, I would say, about 90% of the way there as far as still being able to get your client to devote eight or nine hours just to the website. You can have real-time communication with them. You can get immediate feedback from them. All of that, the outcome is almost the exact same. The only things that I would say are... Better in person. Um, for one, we've developed some physical tools that we use. So we have like a um, kind of like a puzzle piece wireframe kit that we use to lay out the home page. We have a bunch of decks of cards, like core value cards and brand voice cards, and different things that we have the clients sort through. And um, mm. that helps us with a bunch of the branding parts of the website. And so that that you miss, you can do all of those things online, of course. But, yeah, there's uh, like
0: online whiteboard tools and and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. I even, yeah. I even, went and bought this bloody Wacom tablet um, recently, mm-hmm. I'm holding it up to the camera right now. If you're listening on audio, and I went and got this for team meetings, and I seriously haven't used it once yet. So that was, cool. <laughs> we'll get yeah, there. I mean, I'm there's sure so, we'll need there's
1: it. so many awesome tools online, and we still use a lot of them when we're doing a one day. But the physical tools it adds to this experiential nature where clients are you know we're doing digital work but we're doing it in real life and it's super memorable for them mm. it, there's also a lot of research about how if you use um your motor skills while you're doing something you're going to remember it more oh, so yeah. it just helps with you know them remembering us and having a really fun experience um, but yes we have done it remotely you can totally do it remotely Um, it's not as fun, but it's definitely doable. And I'd say 90% of the experience is about the same. The other piece I was going to say that can be a problem, depending on who your clients are, is if you have really low-tech clients, doing an all-day Zoom meeting can be hard, just like getting on a conference call can be hard. But then the parts where they have to send you files and things That's where working in person is brilliant because we we tell them to bring a laptop and we can literally log log onto their Facebook page, get photos. We can reset passwords for them and they don't have to do anything. And that's the part where we're really helping the clients make this easy and fun for them because they don't have to do this stuff that they hate doing and that they sometimes don't know how to do. So that part, if you have tech savvy enough clients... They're you know they can upload files to a Dropbox or whatever. no problem. Um, but some of our clients are really low tech, and that the um, couple times we've done remote ones, with those low tech people, that was a little bit of a struggle.
0: Yeah. But I'm also thinking that like at some point uh, I can just imagine client, like asking a client for a file and then having to go on like a goose chase to find it. Like, cause they might mm-hmm. not even know where it's kept. That's like,
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, all of those things are happening during a traditional web design project. Yeah. It's just, that's why it takes, you know, six weeks or two months to yes. do it. Because the client is like, I don't know where that file is. It's going to take yeah. me all the How to we can- it? You could totally have a
0: a compromise, though, like with this in-person slash remote thing because there are a lot of people that run remote companies with local clients. Like we were, that was our agency. Um, Mm -hmm. We had um, developers um, all over the place and designers, um, but most of my clients were local. And I'm thinking that it would have been fairly simple just to rent out like a room uh, for a day at like my local co-working space. They were always super cheap. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then you could sit there with your client and have the Zoom going with all the Remote support, exactly.
1: I I think that is an awesome option, and I also we have talked about we we did this one time only as an experiment. We sent someone to a client to be like the tech person and working in person, and they took all our physical tools, and then the rest of us were back in our office, Um, and that worked way better than when the client was doing all that on their own. So Mm -hmm. there's definitely a bunch of ways you could set it up, but um, in the co working space, that was. Not really a good option for me when we first started doing these like four years ago. We just didn't have any co working spaces nearby. Mm. Since then, there are like five co working spaces within a mile of my house that I could have been using, but now we have an office and we've, uh, we love our office. I'm super in office, jealous. But, oh. um, in
0: in uh, where I'm am in Brisbane co-working has all decided to be in like the same couple of kilometers apart, um, which is quite away from where I am. Yeah. Basically they've Mm -hmm. all just gone into one spot. it's like, do you know there's people outside of the city that don't want to go into the city?
1: I know. And parking and all that, that was the exact same thing here. All the co-working was downtown and I sort of refused to have to commute to work now that I've worked Mm -hmm. from home for so long. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, now all of a sudden co-working is sprouting up all over, places and it doesn't even have to be a co-working space you could rent a you know hotel or conference room um for the day oh there's, there's all
0: kinds of rooms available there's so I know many a, room i know a small place. theater that used to rent out parts of the thing during the day because no one nice. came during the day uh-huh. you know and that they'd turn it into like a place for talks or whatever you know the theater itself and then there was like side rooms and that was like you know there were actually really good rooms just not being used during the day so
1: yeah, there's there's tons of options. Even churches, that's something that we've used for a workshop before. Wow. Churches in the middle of the weekday, they have amazing audio visual equipment. Like you wouldn't believe some of the A V stuff they have set up and there's just no one using it. So yeah. um you can get some pretty sweet deals at churches. That's that that's an interesting brand choice if you're doing them in church. But um. yeah,
0: indeed. I wonder if there's like an Airbnb for meeting rooms. There
1: is. Yeah. I think liquid space is one. I'm sure there's tons of them, but that's one that we've, we've used to spot out.
0: I'll, um, I'll link that up in the, uh, in the show notes. So, um, what kind of tools, like I imagine there's quite a lot of systems that are going into this one day website. What kind of systems automation are you using to help to set this up in advance, uh, during the day and after?
1: Sure. So the one of the biggest changes for me going from being doing all the different types of things an agency could do. I mean, we used to have projects that were anything from can you design a business card for us to can you design a 10,000 product e-commerce site for us mm-hmm. and everything in between. We were doing SEO, we were doing digital marketing, we were doing, you know, millions of different services and the project management was so unwieldy that it was almost impossible for me to outsource or even or automate any of it because every single type of project and every single client basically had a unique set of rules. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was like all in my head. And I tried to hire a project manager. And I couldn't even train them because it was just every single thing had it, it, you know, well, this type of project has a 50% deposit, but if it's this client who's been with us for years, we never ask them for a deposit, you know, that kind of thing. So it was just out of control. And and um, by simplifying and basically turning all of our services, we only do one day services now. So we still have a one day search engine optimization and and other types of Services, but we package them all in the same way in kind of a productized service, so that the project management and the sy- the systems and the automation are so much easier to implement. Um, so one of the things that we do for before the one day website is we do we call it our base installation. It's the almost the only work that we do ahead of time. We set up, we don't start from like a fresh install of WordPress. We have our own WordPress install that we have just living on a server somewhere. Um, We have all the main plugins that we already use. Almost every single site already configured. Um, We use the same theme every single time we use the unfold theme and then we build a child theme on top of that. So we just have it all packaged up and then we put that on, um, onto the client server ahead of time. So that's something that we have, you know, a nice tight checklist for that, that, that we do every single time. Um, And that, but the project management and the client onboarding a lot is just happening through Zapier. So we have, you know, tons of different spreadsheets where it's like, okay, they fill out a form on our contact on our website that goes into the spreadsheet and they get an automatic email with a brochure about our services. And then, you know, if they want to learn more, they can click the link to sign up on my calendar through acuity or whatever. So all that's automated. Um, then, you know, if they want to do a proposal, the proposal process is so much more systematic now because Hmm. we're really, again, like it the pricing is, it's not the same price every time, but depending on how many people are going to be involved, it's basically a formula that, that, you know, it's this base price plus we're going to have two developers this time or one one writer and a developer. So um, that is so much less work. I used to spend, you know, three hours, four hours on every single proposal Whoa. just because every single thing was like different, every single project. Um, so now the proposal takes like 10 minutes. It's,
0: yeah, it's really, I, actually, that's you know, a really like a good point. I forgot that that was a really big moment in our agency too when we just basically created like a price table. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, it was literally just a spreadsheet and like, here's our services, here's what's included in each one. And then creating all of that in, in our proposal tool, uh, better proposals, uh, and then just being able to like create a new quote or proposal. And it's just like, it's this, this, and this with like this extra send
1: like yeah. every
0: time, maybe like one, I think we had a little cover sheet where I had some like personal info about them to make it look like it was more, you know, personalized Customized. to them. Yeah, in mm-hmm. the wording and that we understood their business. Um, and that was the customization. It was like the blurb on the front or a few blurbs on the front and the pricing table and it was done.
1: Yeah. it. I mean, it's such a huge time suck to try to write a, a unique proposal for every single person, um, especially you know if you have to write five proposals and you only get one of those, you can mm. spend a lot of time doing that. Um, but I think also just besides the pricing table, it's honing in on what you're going to sell because you could be building custom apps you know like the the proposal for a custom app is going to be way different than a five page wordpress site and you know the language in the proposal besides the price has to be way different too right so it, i think tightening up the services that you're selling is for me that was a big thing and then yeah just having like a formula for your price instead of Making it up every single time um, based on you know how much you think they're willing to pay or who else they're asking you know to get bids from or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, once they send the pr- we send a proposal, then it's like you know we'll check a box in in our spreadsheet that says we send them a proposal. Zapier will will create to-do lists. I use the um, the software Todoist as oh, yeah. my task management, so it'll create. You know, follow up with so and so on this date after you sent the proposal and um, write draft emails with email scripts in it for us, which Mm -hmm. you know you can attach a proposal to. Um, So, yeah, we have so that's
0: like creating a Gmail draft, yeah, with Zapia? Yep,
1: Yep. yeah, exactly. So, So. we'll create Gmail drafts, we have to do task lists, those are all going out.
0: Um, I love that your CRM kind of is almost like a spreadsheet.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We don't use a CRM and there's been a bunch of times where we've looked into getting CRMs and it just feels like overkill for what we're doing. Um, we don't have any salespeople. We're not like keeping a bunch of detailed notes. So we're using MailChimp for our email marketing automations and then, um, yeah. Everything yeah. we're doing and all the systems that I've created for the one day website, we use Basecamp for project management, but everything is also in just like a Google spreadsheet. So we have yeah. checklists for our checklist. Like it's so <laughs> many checklists and that's part of the one day is you have to have tight systems and you have oh, to yeah. be following those systems because obviously there's only so much time and that's if you're hurried, that's when you're going to make mistakes. So that's mm-hmm. why you have to have really nice checklists and make sure that everybody has their set roles of what who's doing what in the day and making sure that it all gets done
0: yeah nice so then like is you said that the pretty much only work you do in advance is the like standard install is that then like the clients just showing up at your office they've booked in the time and that's it like they didn't they just brought a laptop like Mm -hmm. i'm very interested in like that that initial like like it feels yeah. crazy that nothing happens beforehand. but The only
1: that. thing that we have them do, I mean, we have to get the passwords from them in order to do the install. So that always can have, there's always a little bit of a pain there because people always have problems keeping track of their passwords, mm-hmm. I guess. But um, it, we do have some options where the clients can write their own content and we'll just charge them less and we won't have a writer. In which case we have, you know, a preparation guide for them to help them th- walk through what, how to write good website copy. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we think is the best thing is when we actually just write the content for them. So we have a discovery interview during the morning and the writer writes you know, five pages of copy for them and then they get to edit it and there's a bunch of discussion about it. And we think that is the best case scenario because the the writing is so much better when the writer does it, and the client feels like it's so easy. Like they love talking about their business, mm-hmm. they don't like writing about it. Yeah. Totally. So writing feels like a very difficult thing, whereas talking about their business for two hours is very enjoyable. And every time they're just amazed at the at the writing, and we're literally just repeating what they said. You know, it it doesn't take a uh, you know, poet laureate to write these websites, but just being able to take what they said, put it into you know a good system for a website copy, add some search engine keywords, and you know it's just going to be so much more effective. Yeah. And it's also going to be better than what we used to do before, where we would just have um, you know the client interview would happen over the phone, and then then there would just be like email the version to the the client, and then they may or may not have revisions or whatever, but yeah. there was never any discussion about it. It was always just like, you couldn't even tell if the client hated it or they liked it or loved it. There was there was very little um, back and forth between the writer and and the client. So yeah. this is much more. Effective. Yeah, it
0: sounds great. Um, it's funny you said that you're basically just writing exactly what they say down um, in the copy because like we've just been through the process of rewriting our uh, copy for Content Snare And a large part of it was interviewing clients. So I spoke to Mm -hmm. a whole host of different people that use content snare from like digital agencies to freelancers, to a law firm, to a VC firm, and like all these people that need use content snare, collect content, documents, files, whatever, right? Um, And then I sent it all to our copywriter and like she's used so many exact quotes uh, from our clients, which I just love. Like it fits in so well. Cause you know, we, we get a bit of feedback that it's like, Oh, it's like you were talking directly to me on the, in the copy. And now I think it's going to be even more so like that. One of my favorites. Um, this is literally going to be a, a heading on our new website. It says on a scale of one Zen, like peace to 10 homicidal rage, how frustrating is content collection and communication <laughs> for you and your team right now? Oh, that that's great. hilarious. I would never would have thought to put that as like a heading, right? Like I, I saw that come in and I was like, Oh, that's funny. Like, whatever. I love it. Yeah. Anyway, just, just a little, a quick point on, um, I guess talking to customers and your clients themselves being able to like say, uh, like the things they say can be written into your own copy.
1: um, Exactly. I mean, that's, that's how, you know, those customer pain points. If you're, if you're interviewing your customers, customers, that's awesome because, um, the literal words they use, people are going to respond to, you know? So I think sometimes copywriters overthink it and try to be super creative when they're writing website copy. And I mean, sometimes there's a place for that, but a lot of times it's really just about capturing, like you just capture the voice, capture the actual words people are saying, stuff some SEO keywords in there and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just like put it in a, uh nicely organized fashion and that's sometimes the best copy. Because yeah. customers are really eloquent. They talk about their businesses. They're so passionate. Because we work with pretty much all entrepreneurs. We're not talking to burnout marketing teams, you know, who are just like, Yeah, this is what we do. The people who we work with are all so passionate that it's it's really easy to get good content from them.
0: Yeah. Hey um I know there's probably way too much to go over here in such a short time, but like what would a quick overview be of how the day runs? So obviously you said there's the discovery in the morning. So the writer can go away and start writing. Um, what, what else? Like, just like yeah, I don't so want before, super detail here, just like. An overview.
1: Sure. Before the the discovery interview, we do just like a all hands on deck kickoff meeting where we just do basic logistics, you know, making sure that we know, what email are we using for the contact forms? What Mm -hmm. pages are we building on the website? All that kind of stuff. Um, Then we usually break up and the developer starts doing um, just back-end stuff, installing plugins and getting things set up with the forms or um, integrating different software or whatever we're doing there. The designer starts doing a mock-up. So we feel pretty passionately about doing an actual um, mock-up. We use uh, Illustrator for that instead of Photoshop. And... Because that way we can allow the client to have a lot more feedback throughout the process, because it's a lot easier to change things around in Illustrator than it is once you've like coded a website theme. Okay. Um, but yeah, so the, the designers doing a mock-up, the developer's doing kind of back-end stuff, as you know, SEO registrations with Google My Business and Bing Local and those type of things. And then um, I'm usually the creative developer or the creative director. It's it's like a I'm just a utility person. Like sometimes the client will come in with a hundred photos that need to be, you know, sorted through and you know right. cropped or whatever. Like I might just do that, or sometimes I might be um, creating like a, an opt-in or something for a lead generation magnet, you know, Mm -hmm. there's, there's all sorts of things that I might be doing, but overall, I'm just kind of like doing what anyone needs extra help with. And then usually, um, that interview in the morning takes a couple hours. Then the writer is just writing the rest of the day. They have a goal of, you know, one page by lunch, the second, the second page by, you know, two o'clock, the second page by three o'clock. And then we're just building the pages as they send the copy. Um, the client usually has photos. Sometimes they have videos. We'll just be sourcing stock photos if they don't or designing custom graphics. Um, we, we always love to do like really cool icons that go with their brand. That's a big part of making the the website really personalized. Mm. And, um, yeah, it usually all comes down to the last couple hours. Like, we always congratulate ourselves how, how things are going really well, and then the last two hours are always a panic, no matter what. <laughs> everything kind of always, you know, you get a ton of content at the end. Um, at some point, I will train the client on how to use WordPress. That usually takes an hour or two, depending on how familiar they are with it. Mm. Um, but yeah, the whole day is just the client getting feedback on all sorts of things. So the designer being like, what colors do you want? Um, Then the developer being like, Hey, can you verify that MailChimp account? And that's where those hundreds of emails usually come in when we are just emailing back and forth, but instead you just can pop in, ask a question, pop back out. And it's, it's just so much more efficient.
0: Yeah. Nice. I imagine they would have to be, you'd have to have a lot of templates already kind of done almost like a library and what was it? And uh, on course, I can't remember the, the theme name. I know a lot of people use Enfold. that. Enfold. That's yeah, it. Like, do you have um, a lot of sort of section templates and that done up already?
1: Yeah, we have like, yeah, we'll have like, here's three columns with photos and buttons. You know, we have stuff mm. like that. What we don't do, we don't use like their demos. Somebody could easily do this and you could probably skip the whole mock-up thing if you didn't have clients. Like we, we kind of pride ourselves on, one-of-a-kind websites we want every every site to look like it was made exactly for that client Mm -hmm. but you could easily just be installing in full demos and then just changing them and skip skip the mock-up part um but you just have to be really good at setting client expectations about how much customization you're going to have once you have that done so yeah we don't use demos but like I know people have um, love the Divi because they have a ton of demos. Mm. Um, that's another Yeah, one. I mean,
0: everyone's got their own preference. If page builders, like it's like, you know, that, mm-hmm. that's a quick way to set off a fight in a, in a web design game yeah. is <laughs> ask about page builders or hosting, right? And everyone will just jump yeah. on a pile and punch each other. People um,
1: <laughs> are very
0: passionate. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a very random question. Well, it's super random, but for people listening, it kind of is. When we were discussing potential topics, one of the – uh, items was uh, one of the topics for this episode could have been creating unforgettable customer experiences colon buy a website and get a massage now i want to know is, is that what the clients is this part of the one day website like while you guys are hardworking, they're over in the corner getting a massage
1: yeah we actually have um we have started bringing in like a chair massage person in the afternoon. Um, We don't do it all the time. Like I actually feel the client out as to whether I think that they would think this is something really cool or whether they think that's weird. Um, (laughs) But we have a lot of kind of hippie life coach type, type ladies who really get a big kick out of it. But um, the part of the reason why we do it is it's just, all about making this experience that used to be super painful for people. You know, people don't like building websites. They like having a new website, but the process is usually pretty painful. And um, the lower tech they are, and the busier they are, the harder it is for them to get this done. So we're designing this experience to make it the most delightful it can possibly be. I mean, there's still hard work involved. And that's part of the reason why the the massage comes in because it is pretty intense day, you know, Mm -hmm. especially if you're an introvert, I think it can get um, pretty overwhelming with just all the decisions and all of the you know brain work you're using to remember how to use WordPress and all that. Mm -hmm. So we have a massage person come in and they just do like 15 minute chair massage, we also let our team take a break and get a massage, and what's cool about that? We're using all subcontractors right now, so we don't have any full time employees. Um, but a couple of the people were like, "Oh my god! You know, I have like carpal tunnel, and my my wrist feels so much better after that." And I feel like it's a benefit like I can't offer health insurance, you know, they're not employees, but these are regular people who've been working for me for years. So I kind of think it's a nice perk for them that um, actually really does aid in their productivity and and help them with their health and help them actually do better work. Yeah. So yeah, take a 15 minute break, get a massage. The clients will remember it forever. I mean, that's, we hear that over and over again, like people saying, The experience was incredible. We've had people like cry at the end of the day. They were so happy. And it's just, it's all about, um, it's not just about delivering a website, it's about making an experience that the people love and that they're going to tell other people about.
0: Yeah, that's unreal. Like, I was just saying, like, thinking even without the massage, you know, it's going to be a pretty unforgettable day. Like, I don't think anyone would have worked with a digital agency in that way before right like a whole day at the office and like and i know like spending eight hours straight in like one room with a bunch of people like that can be pretty emotional and crazy like especially like you said for introverts i mean i i just got back from a. let's let's say business conference. I'm going to put quotes around that. Um, everyone there was a business owner, but we spent like five days together in like a mansion basically. And like, nice. I love that shit so much. Like um, I'm, I'm really I'm keen to get something like that going here in Australia, where it's literally just like me and 10 friends hanging out in like a random house, giant house together for a few days. Cause I reckon it's just like the conversations that happen in those, those environments are just amazing, but I'm totally off yeah. topic. Um, but yeah, I just think, I know it can get like super emotional and uh, it doesn't surprise me that people have cried at the end of the day. So, I mean, congratulations on making people cry. It's really where I'm yeah, cry
1: in a good way. <laughs> no, <okay. laughs> no one's uh, ever cried in a bad way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Candy, this has been epic. Like there is, I think this is just so different. I feel that like, there's not many people doing this. So I hope it gives, um, listeners like just some perspective and just like maybe ideas, you know, that that you don't have to do everything the same way that you're always used to. So just wanted to say thank you for sharing.
1: Yeah. Thanks. I'm, I'm so passionate about it. I'm like, I'm telling everyone, even in other industries, how life-changing this has been. Like I'm telling accountants, maybe you should forget what you've been doing and just do a one day tax, you know, tax preparation day where, your clients don't have to fill out a bunch of paperwork. You know, I just think it's it's a better way to work. It's more fun. Um, I'm I'm just so passionate about being able to control my schedule now. As a, you know, you put something on the calendar and and you know it's going to get done. And and it's just much more, um, just so much more fun. And you just build such strong relationships with your clients and your team that yeah, it's, it's an awesome way to work. And even if you don't do like a one day website, I definitely think that I'm, I at least am very passionate about promoting working in person and stop with all the slacking all day. And the, um, you know, like I've worked at places where people were slacking all day who were literally sitting right next to each other instead of talking. And it's like, but what about the human communication (laughs) that, you know, you could just be talking to each other. So I think that, we've gotten so far away from that human connection, especially with our clients where you can have clients all over the world and you can have team all over the world that, that, um, for me, the pendulum swung way too far that way. And now I'm, I'm much more excited about working in person and having those, um, those real, real connections and the real relationships.
0: Yeah, that is great. I uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, we've had this, like, these kind of conversations a whole bunch of times on, on the podcast before, like, you know, the, the human-to-human stuff. Um, I might even link up to my friend Angela Henderson's uh, podcast on this. Um, so, I mean, before we wrap up, like, what do you actually help freelancers with? I know this is, like, your, your agency, so how do you help um, freelancers and other creative agencies?
1: Sure. So we are currently selling our any of the physical tools we've created. We sell those. So we have core value cards. We've got brand voice cards. Um, we've got our wireframe kit. So there's just a bunch of things that we've created that people can buy and just start using in their businesses right away. And then we're actually um, also licensing our one-day website model. So what that means is somebody can take a licensing and certification course through our website, and we'll basically teach them every single thing they need to know about not just how to do a website in a day, but you know building the, the business structures around that, how to get clients, how to sell it, Um and it's, it's a kind of a business in a box, but it's really for people who have already been building websites for a while. It's not if this is not a course to teach you how to build a WordPress website. We assume that you already have some experience with that. Um, but it's really about the business side of it and the process, the systems and all of that that need to be in place in order to do it. Um, so yeah, we just started doing that this year. It's kind of brand new. Um, but we've already had a handful of people actually all over the world that take the course and um, are kind of right in the middle of starting to sell one day websites in their own mm-hmm. community. Um, so that's what I'm super excited about and super passionate about 2020. I'm hoping that we can get other people across the world, um, you know, licensed and trained up in doing our one day model yeah. and, and um, added look- on to their... Business or, or just do that. Sorry, yeah. what were you
0: going to say? Nice. Oh, I was just having a look through. It looks like quite intensive and a lot involved in your uh, one-day website license. I was just having a look at the site then. So it um, looks like there's a lot to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, it's a, I think it's a 12-week course right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote a you know, a 250-page actual physical book that goes with the course <laughs> too wow. because I love the physical tactile things. And I like reading real books. So, um, yeah, and you get a bunch of, you get the physical tools with the license. Um, it's kind nice. of a fun, fun little package that you get in the mail if you do that. Very good. And where do
0: people go to get that?
1: Uh, go to busy, biz. So that's <laughs> B I Z Z Y or is that do you say, what you <laughs> yeah, you say zed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. then at the top, you can just look for one day license. Awesome.
0: And of course, um, busybusy.biz will be linked up in uh, the show notes. So you don't have to remember if you are driving, please don't go to that uh, URL right now. Just remember it's at agencyhighway.com 88. Uh, Candy, thank you so much for sharing this like epic story.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. It's been an awesome time.
0: If you've enjoyed this episode, please head over to uh, agencyhighway.com. What am I talking about? Go to iTunes and leave us a review or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. It helps us get the word out and get this in the hands or ears of people who can really benefit from a bit of extra love in their creative agency. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next episode. Discover how to grow your agency, earn more and work less at agencyhighway.com. Head over there to get resources from this episode and full transcripts. See you next time. This episode was brought to you by Content Snare. If you're a digital agency or just need to get content or info from your clients, Content Snare can help you collect it on time and without enormous email trails. Give it a try at contentsnare.com.